0: Hey hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again, and this is NBA Check In with the Zisu. Hey everyone, today I got a special guest, my daughter Jade. Hi guys. So it is NBA All Star Weekend. Always one of my favorite weekends of the year as an NBA fan. I love this weekend. It can usually be really fun and. Um, you never know, especially Saturday night can be up or down. The dunk contest usually determines whether you had a good time or not. It really sets the vibe and I've said before, I think they should uh, kick off the night with the dunk contest. Cause that way, if you have a bad dunk contest, you can get right, do the skills and then end with the three point shootout, you know that's gonna be good no matter what. So end on that, you end on a surefire hit. Uh dunk contest year to year, you don't know what you're going to get, but uh, we'll get that to that in a minute. Uh, the first thing I want to start with was the first event Friday night, uh, Team World versus Team USA. Uh, Team USA ended up winning 151 to 131. Uh, USA had Jaron Jackson score 12. Zion Williamson had 14. Trey Young had 18, which is impressive because not only was Trey playing in that game, he was a starter in the All-Star game. John Morant had 10. Kendrick Nunn had 16. My warrior representative, he actually led the way scoring, which is awesome. Eric Paschal had 23. Uh, PJ Washington had 8, uh, Miles Bridges had 20, and he ends up walking away with uh, MVP because he really turned it on in the second half. So even, pa- even though Pascal had 23 points, uh, Bridges made an impression with all his dunks. And that was enough to get him uh, MVP. Too bad for my guy, Pascal, but uh, congratulations to Miles Bridges on that. Uh, Devontae Graham had nine, Colin Sexton had 21, and both Wendell Carter Jr. and Tyler Hero didn't play due to injury. For the World Team, Ruri Hachimura had 14. Brandon Clark had 22. Luka Dontich, who, like Trey Young, was also an all star starter, uh, Luka had 16. Shea Gilgis Alexander had 16. RJ Barrett had 27 to lead the way for the world. Uh, Nicola Melli had 3. Uh, Moritz Wagner had 16. Um, I always um, mess up looking at this guy's name, but it's uh, Ski Makailuk. Oh, that's pretty good. I did get in there. <laughs> that's, uh, he had six. Uh, Josh Akogi had five. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker had six. And DeAndre Ayton didn't play due to injury. So... Uh, I actually only caught half of this game. I have it on the DVR, uh, but I do need to go back and finish the second half where all the action happened. I, I saw all the uh, highlights on social, you know, through all the NBA accounts I follow there. So, uh, but yeah, that one is always usually fun because it's the young players and it really is usually just a dunk fest an alley oop fest uh real fast carefree uh you know so that is what it is but that was uh, friday night also the celebrity game happened but i missed pretty much all of that uh, didn't common win mvp if i'm remembering right
1: i think so yeah weren't a lot of the performers involved in this celebrity
0: game? Yeah, I think so. I think so this year. I know uh, one of the internet guys that does a lot of, uh, you know, he tries to make, like, viral videos that uh, the big dude, uh, uh, Tyrone Wiggums, I think he goes by. Uh, he, I know he was doing it. Uh, Quavo was doing it. Uh, yeah, I... I I I did miss, for the most part, the celebrity game this year, so that is what it was. But uh, on to uh, what usually is my favorite night. Oh, one last thing I want to mention about uh, the Rising Stars Challenge. I did watch up to halftime, and it was interesting seeing how it went crazy on social, but uh, Luca's half-court shot... uh, ended up being such a cool moment if you haven't seen that i definitely look it up on social it's everywhere the nba on tnt instagram uh, all the nba accounts that are out there have it but uh, it's so cool because i uh luca takes it and trey's right there on him and they're both watching it as it soars through the air And then it banks in, and they kind of like fall over laughing on each other. So it's actually a really cool moment. It's fun. So uh, that was really cool. But uh, yeah, on to All-Star Saturday night. Uh, Always really fun. The uh, skills challenge. Uh, Trying to find the contestants. Shoot. Shoot. As I wanted to mention them all, but I'm scrolling back here now because it was uh, NBA was still going on. Uh, here,
1: okay, well, you look that up. I have a question for you Which night is your favorite?
0: Oh, it's definitely Saturday night just because it really is just the most fun. Uh, I do have new feelings, though, on uh, the actual game Sunday night. I think they made a huge step there, but... Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Who knows? My my feelings could be changing, but right now it's definitely Saturday night. Just because uh, you don't know what you're gonna get, and um, you hope for the best with the uh, dunk contest. But yeah, we'll 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 get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, the skills challenge this year it had Demontis Savonis, Bam Adebayo, Jason Tatum, uh, Derek Rose. Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dimwitty, Chris Middleton, and Pascal Siakam. Uh, going into it, I... Who was I rolling with again? Oh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. I thought he was going to win uh, back-to-back because yeah. uh, Tatum had won it before, Patrick Beverly had won it before, and Spencer Dimwitty had won it before. So, uh, I was... Hopeful there that, uh, that, uh, yeah, he'd win, but, uh, he did not. It came down to, uh, I think the final matchup was Middleton versus Adebayo, if I'm remembering right. Could be wrong, but either way, Bam Adebayo ends up, of the Miami Heat, ends up winning the skills challenge. So, uh, they always kick off the, the event with that but uh yeah you know that was what it was the three-point shootout featured zach levine joe harris trey young uh damian lillard was supposed to be in it but because he was injured devin booker took his spot uh, both there and in the all-star game uh davis bertans Devonte graham buddy healed and duncan robinson uh, were the contestants for the three-point shootout my early pick was Trey Young but he went first and put up a terrible score and he was pretty much instantly eliminated I think he ended up with the lowest score of the night and I wasn't the only person that picked him uh, looking back on the uh, pre-game uh, which I DVR'd uh, Chuck and Kenny Shaq EJ um, a couple of the guys picked Trey Young and I don't know. You know that's happened before in the past when, when Steph and clay has been in it. You just figure this guy that in the regular season is going to tear it up. But uh, that's not always how it happens, you know.
1: But. Plus, on your app that you chose your picks before, it was between like him or another guy or, like, versus any other Anybody, player. Any other
0: player. It was, I, I, I could have had Trey Young, which yeah. I wanted to pick, and I also got Joe Harris, and then, and then it play. was everybody else. So once I lost, once I lost Trey Young, I wanted Joe Harris well, to yeah, win. It's for
1: me.
0: <laughs> so Definitely. And he did go to the final three. The final three was uh, Davis Bertans, Joe Harris, and Buddy Heald um but in the end uh joe harris got the least than davis bertans but your three-point contest winner is who's your buddy it's buddy healed so uh that was cool though because he put up a big score it was a lot of fun it had the crowd hype the score was was uh, big so
1: yeah, no, yeah.
0: I liked it. Yeah, so that was cool, but uh, that set the stage for the last event of the night, uh, which yeah. you hope they go out with a bang. But sometimes it can be a dud, and that's the slam dunk contest. Like I said, so this year we had uh, Derek Jones Jr. returning um, from the Miami Heat, uh, Aaron Gordon returning from the Orlando Magic, uh, Pat Conanton representing the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and uh, making a return after 10 years uh, after he had been in the contest in 2008 and 2009. Here he is all the way in 2020. It's Dwight Howard making a return to the contest. So only four contestants this year. Um, Right off the bat, it felt like uh, Connaughton got kind of, screwed over Um, he did a whole uh, white men can't jump theme which was really cool but uh, he didn't get a lot of love on his score and it was almost over for him before he could begin you know he got two dunks but in the end it just he was he was eliminated uh based basically on that first score where they under him I thought
1: yeah and it kind of sucks too because I remember that was the one where he did it in the first try whereas yeah. other guys who got better scores took two tries and I'm always like okay but why like I could do this like I could be a judge like come on now
0: yeah, and I mean that's the big thing. You, the the when you miss the dunk, it really takes the energy out of the arena. And also, you know it's coming. Then part of the great dunk is the surprise element and being blown away. When you see the miss, you see what what's cut, coming,
1: what, what's almost there, and then you're like, oh okay. You're just
0: waiting for him to get it done. That then was
1: it. and you're like, like uh. that was not a nine, okay?
0: Like, <laughs> right. Um, so Connaughton was eliminated in the first round. And then Dwight Howard, uh, he, he did miss his first attempt on this interesting, it's it's a lot better when you see it in slow motion, but he like gets up in the air and almost like freezes and then turns and goes left and throws it down. It was real nice on the replay. Um, but that's the problem with big guys. Um, sometimes their dunks, they just... They don't feel as impressive because they're taller, they're bigger. It seems easier for them to get up there. But it was still cool to see him turn around. And then his second dunk was the throwback. He honored his winning Superman dunk. He got out the cape. He added the twist, though, with the the tribute to uh, Kobe Bryant. And on the Superman S, he had the 24 representing Kobe Bryant. And the uh, talk leading up to this was he had actually talked Uh, to Kobe and Kobe was going to be a part of it. So I imagine he was going to throw him the lob that uh, I can't actually remember who threw him the lob. I don't have it right in front of me, but uh... oh yeah, he got his uh, old uh, teammate from Orlando when he he was in Orlando and he did it. It was uh, Jameer Nelson threw him the lob. So that was cool. They completely recreated and it was nice, but it also felt like Eh, that is the same dunk from 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he was just trying to have, like, fun with the competition versus, like, win.
0: Right, right. And, yeah, he just wanted to make sure he he honored him. And he did. And then, um, you know, he was easily eliminated. So um, that went on to uh, um, Aaron Gordon, who... um, He, a couple of years ago, had maybe one of the most competitive dunk contests ever uh, in his...
1: Oh no, keep talking. I'm just excited to talk about this
0: player. Yeah, uh, he had one of the best uh, uh, dunk contests ever versus Zach Levine, but Zach Levine took him down and a lot of people say he was robbed uh, that year when he did the uh, chair dunk. He went underneath uh, himself and then... Uh, dunked it and then he had the one where the dragon mascot was spinning and he caught it and 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 dunked it and this year uh, he brought some really impressive stuff too he also he had some um he had uh, some like similar turns, uh, except for this time. The he had he did the same turn that he did with uh, Puff the Dragon when Puff was spinning, but this time he had somebody throw it off the side of the backboard and he caught it. The same kind of turn, so that was really cool. That was impressive. He did one um, that I've seen in the. Uh, uh, they uh, they have that uh, show on TNT. The like, the it's a it's just a dunk show for like street uh, dunker guys. And there's this one guy who does this like he soars past the rim and kind of puts it past him. Um, so yeah, Aaron Gordon did that. And then he showed off that he like injured his hand, like his his wrist. He like slammed it hard, and. Um, Finally, and uh, most controversially, because I'm covering each dunker here one at a a time. There's no point in uh, uh, trying to go back and forth and say what it is. But uh, the dunk where, once again, Aaron Gordon gets robbed. uh, it's, It's coming back and forth between him and Derek Jones Jr., who I'll get to in a minute. And he starts to crowdsource and asks the people. And the people are, like, creeping on the court. They're getting so hyped. All the people that aren't part of the dunk contest but are part of All-Star weekend. Trey Young, Giannis, Shaq is out there and they're all like creeping like further and further on the court but he's like telling what them did what to do. And it's interesting because I'm not even sure why he was there. He wasn't part of Rising Stars or anything, but uh uh taco fall of the celtics and interestingly he plays for their d league team like they pull him up and down so it's interesting that taco is even there but taco is 7-5 aaron gordon brings him out and fully leaps all the way over him 7-5 guy barely touching him he doesn't use a boost any dunks. And yes, it's a normal two-handed dunk, but he literally jumped over a 7-5 guy and he got completely robbed. It turns out that D Wade revealed that they were trying to match the score to Derek Jones Jr., who I'll get in here to it here in a minute, but they they messed up. They messed up. And they basically screwed over Aaron Gordon again. So he said he's done. He won't be back. He's now uh, been basically screwed over into dunk contests. He should have two championships. Instead, he has zero. But uh, in the end, it, it made for a lot of fun. And this is, event is fun. So while he doesn't take home the championship, he still leaves some great dunks. And uh, last note, all before I hand this over to Jade on her thoughts on Aaron Gordon is... Uh, I just saw the show in the lead-up to All-Star Game where they were talking about the dunks of the decades, the 80s, the 90s, and the 2010s. And in the 2010s, even though it was a losing, he didn't win for it, they picked the Aaron Gordon underneath his seat as the representing dunk of the last 10 years. So, uh, you know, that says something right there. So, at least he has that. He doesn't have the trophy, but he's got, you know, he made the memory. He made what's going to last is the dunk. So anyways your thoughts on Aaron Gordon's performance
1: okay so this is probably totally random and not not nothing like that you would ever bring up, or like I don't know if like other podcasters, I'm sure I would. other po- you already know what I say, <laughs> other podcasters talk about. But a thing for me that I like doing is whenever I watch basketball, I like looking at the players' shoes, and I'm like, oh, those are pretty. Like I totally get those, and they're like they're usually they're like hella bright. That's why I like them. And so Aaron Gordon, I noticed had these really cool shoes, and then I was dedicated, and I was like, I have to look those up. Like I need to know what they are. So I I looked online and I looked on socials and stuff like that and I was like cool I found him and they're not out yet <laughs> but it's really cool it's like it makes sense that I like him so much because I'm like you know, I'm am I'm a girl. I'm young. I love sunsets, and I'm from Cali, so obviously. But the the cool thing about oh, the shoe is let them know
0: your uh, social, your handle on. social. Oh yeah,
1: so my Instagram, if you like, want to go follow it, is um, chasing the sunset, and there's no G in the chase chasing. It's just chasing, because I'm hip like that, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I'm a huge fan of sunsets. I like taking pictures and all that. It's really nice to do. So. Yeah, and I'm from California, um, so it makes sense that I would naturally be attracted to these shoes. You know, the colors are really bright and stuff like that. But yeah, the name of the shoe is literally California Sunset. And so when I saw that, I was like, it's fate, it's destiny. When these come out, like I gotta snatch them up, like somehow, some way, you know, gotta get them. What are
0: the the brand of these? These aren't Nikes, right?
1: No, they're not. It's like a it's a Chinese brand. They're not very well known. Are they? Like, town.
0: What? Are they Li Ning?
1: No, it's um, 361 Kicks, I think.
0: Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. I don't know it.
1: And Aaron Gordon like just signed like a big contract with them, so. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean the the shoes overseas in, in China, you know, definitely a developing market, especially with the. Uh, I know Li Ning was the the first really big uh, shoe, which is interesting because like. These players are wearing it in the NBA, but uh, for the most part, you won't find them in, like, a footlocker or anything like that. You can only, like, get them online and stuff like that, so Uh, pretty interesting, you know.
1: I'll be on the hunt.
0: Yeah. All right, so that was Aaron Gordon, but your slam dunk champion is Derek Jones Jr., and it's not like he didn't deserve it. He was putting on lots of impressive dunks, too. He, you know, he had a bunch through the legs. Um, so that was impressive. And in the end, what ended up being his uh, winner was he tried They're in Chicago. So he tried to mimic uh, Jordan's from the free throw line. And he was mad at himself because it ended up being a step beyond the... Uh, the free throw line but the thing is once you see the replay once you see him in air he could have clearly gone from the free throw line he had so much lift left after he completed the dunk he could have clearly if he would have properly jumped from the free throw line he could have made it easily could have made it but uh he did misjudge it but uh they scored like one person scored him in, a, in like a, or two people i think scored him a nine So it did drop his score. So that's what what messed up the judges when they tried to match Aaron Gordon's score. Uh, I think three of them, instead of two, gave a nine. And then that ended up giving Derrick Jones Jr. the win, which was crazy because everybody in the arena thought Aaron Gordon had just won it. And instead he didn't. But in the end, either way, um, I've seen a lot of bad dunk contests where it just leaves a a sour taste in your mouth, a lot of missed dunks, and, you know, miss. you know, they just miss, and then that's it, and it's like, ugh. And then, like, the guys that win don't do anything very impressive. I think, like, the year uh, Glenn Robinson the third, who just left the Warriors for the Sixers, uh, when he won it. The year that, uh, it might be the same year I'm thinking of, but the year that Harrison Barnes was in it, I was excited because he was on the Warriors. And that one, you know, fell flat, too. I remember being so excited that year. But, uh... Anyways, so that was NBA All-Star Saturday. Uh, went down well. And that brings us to tonight. Uh, the main event, All-Star Sunday, the game. And uh, this was interesting because obviously we knew there was going to be a big tribute to both David Stern and Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And they did that. They did uh, a few different. Actually, they kicked off the game and they had a who was that again? Was that Jennifer Hudson, right from Chicago?
1: I believe so.
0: Yeah, they did a, a nice uh, slow song tribute to uh, Kobe. And then for the player intros, this was really cool. Uh, Common, uh, one of my favorite, probably my favorite ever was the the Nor- New Orleans one with the roots. But this is right up there. This is probably second now for me as far as uh, all-star intros. Common, uh, he introduced all the all-star starters both for Team Giannis and Team LeBron, and he was able to rhyme mostly. Rhyme a few were were uh, uh, stretches and, and 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 didn't really land. But uh, for the most part, uh, it was really cool that he did that. And then you know he did a whole shout out to Chicago, and they had a really cool intro where I two unbelievable gets where they. Uh, were overlooking this uh, model of Chicago they set up and they brought people in uh you know representatives of the city and their, their, their two biggest gets they got were uh, Jordan and Jordan doesn't do a lot of these promotional things but obviously is greatest of all time and you know he you know you know he did all that in Chicago uh, he did it and then they also got Obama so that was cool as a get. Uh, two very surprising uh gets for them but anyways uh and then when you get to the actual game i think i mentioned this last nba check-in but uh, new format this year it's basically a series of games but then uh they keep track of the cumulative score and then in the fourth quarter uh whoever is leading plus 24 is the target score so uh made for interesting um uh, Definitely, you could feel it out there. Like, there were moments where the game was wide open and they were getting dunks and, you know, straight to the rim stuff. But you do want to see that. You want to see a show. You want to see the alley-oops. And we were getting that. But uh, for the first quarter, uh, team LeBron took it, which had me a little worried because going into this, everybody said his team was stacked. And I was hoping... Team Giannis would at least get one quarter, win something for their charity. And that made for a cool thing, too. The kids who are going to be benefiting from this uh their charity foundations. They were there in shirts, team LeBron, we team Giannis, and they were standing pretty much the whole game. They were completely in it, cheering on their their team and their guys, and it really did help the vibe. And you could almost feel like the players feeding off that too. They could feel the presence. They had met with these kids already at All Star practice and now they're getting to see them in the game and they got something really on the line. They got uh, scholarships and their future on the line. Obviously they want this.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why the game game got more intense as time went on because like they knew what they were up against and what they were doing it for compared to like a regular game like oh it's not just like a win, you know, it's for like people.
0: Right, exactly. And you could feel it. You could feel it. They did, especially as quarters wound down, you could tell they wanted it. But LeBron had a firm lead on the first quarter, and he did end up taking it. So money to his charity. Uh, In quarter two, uh, Giannis... Struck back fast, and he took the he took the game in his hands. He scored, uh, I think, sixteen of Team Giannis's first eighteen of the second quarter. So he set the he set the pace for sure, and they were able to pull away and secure the quarter for them. So I was really happy to see that going into halftime, and then halftime was uh, Chance the Rapper, Chicago native, and he couldn't have been more excited to be performing. He was all over the place uh with the excitement he is you know bouncing he was sweating he was into it he was really feeling it and you could tell it meant a lot to him so that was cool it it, you could tell when people care and when it means something to them you know uh the thing i always go to is is years ago uh, i can't remember the guy's name but uh you might oh it was wasn't aloe black the i'm the man i'm the man he like came out like drunk and i remember like like uh watching on twitter and everybody was like roasting him like and it was like so blah and it like it was funny because it kind of reflected reflected the game because they're like that was what everybody had a problem with the all-star game because they were like just walking through it nobody's playing any defense they're just walking to the hoop Score, 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 score. Nobody cares. Whoever wins, nobody cares, you know. So that was everybody's issue. I thought it was still fun, but I could understand where people are coming from.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I remember earlier when we were talking about this, like you said, like, and I was kind of shocked by this, like a lot of people, even basketball fans, like don't actually like this event. And so it's kind of events like that where, you know, it's supposed to be something that you care about and that, you know, general public could care about but when you take away like that passion and that like caring then you're gonna lose that too right and so it's good to see that you know people have still have that and them. people can you know bring that passion back and show you that can be fun
0: yeah and it's too bad that it took like a tragedy like like Kobe Bryant's passing but I felt like every almost everything this All-Star game was brought up a level. Everybody was bringing it, and it did mean more to them. And the format did help, but, uh, yeah, it made for a special event. So, uh, at half, uh, Giannis's team had taken the lead, and then the third quarter, uh, they were going back and forth at it, and uh, Giannis, Team Giannis did have a lead, but uh, Team LeBron did rally and in the end uh, it was exciting because we were like oh my god they we want to win the quarter and they were playing to win the quarter and it came down to it and then there was like a last second shot and it was tied and was like what does that mean what does that mean <laughs> and and it turns out that instead nobody got the money but it, it doubled up for the fourth fourth quarter so whoever won the game was going to get the bonus. And based on Team Giannis, considering that the third was a tie, uh, Team Giannis did have a nine-point lead going into the fourth. So um, they had a nine-point lead uh, with 24 points more to score. So that means Team LeBron had to score... What's that? Uh, That's 29, 30... Three. They had to score 33 to win. And, um, my goodness, uh... In all my years of watching basketball, it's this format that finally did it. Uh, We've had usually like the final minutes of the All-Star Game competitive, but this time the whole fourth quarter was competitive. Guys were trying to take charges, especially Kyle Lowry. Uh, Guys were backing down to the basket. Uh, Embiid and Giannis and Anthony Davis and guys were falling all over the place and I was like oh my goodness like you don't want anybody to get hurt you want the competitiveness but you definitely don't want anybody to get hurt and that's what I only only thing I worry about going forward because as much as you want the competition at the end of the day this is just an exhibition it is just for fun and it doesn't count after it's done so you want to win for your charity and I'm glad they were able to find a way to make it competitive, but the way guys were playing, guys were hitting the floor. At one point, Kemble Walker took, like, an elbow to the face and kind of went into the, the stands, and I was like, oh, man, like – yeah, you don't want anybody to get hurt. Like, Kyle Lowry was on purpose taking charges. It was it, There was one where uh, Kawhi charged into him, and Lowry, like, pointed up at him. So that was kind of fun. You wouldn't see that, definitely, in the regular season, or even the playoffs, for that matter. So it came down to it. They made it a lot of fun, and it came down to the point where uh, – Each team actually had a chance to score the game-winning basket, the walk-off game-winning basket. Team LeBron had a lot more chances, uh, which enabled uh, Team Giannis to come back down. Uh, Embiid hit a couple free throws, which gave Team Giannis that opportunity to walk off. But in the end, uh, sadly, (laughs) it did come down to free throws, which uh, I know that's... What Harden gets a lot of, uh, you know, garbage for is, you know, how much free throw he shoots. and Nobody wants to see a free throw shooting contest. In the end, it comes down to free throws. And Anthony Davis claims he missed the first free throw on purpose. But it's hard to say. But either way, I was glad he did because it brought that much more drama to the free throws because all they needed was one free throw. He hit that free throw and Team LeBron won. And uh, you know, they're all excited, and the kids came streaming onto the court. And, uh, while that was cool, I was like, man, the guys didn't even, like, they were trying to, like, you know, uh, say good game to each other, both teams. both All the all-stars were trying to talk to each other, and the kids were trying to jump in and get photo ops. And like, while that's cool and all, like, you might want to, like, wait a minute to let them on the floor till all the guys have, like, you know, Settled for a minute, but uh, overall, what do you think of that fourth quarter?
1: Oh no, I thought it was really good. I thought you know, as intense as it was, you know, it it kind of felt like whenever we used to go to games,
0: right, right,
1: like channel that feeling of almost like being there, like yeah, like it's like super exciting, and you know, you you're technically I don't know, like we were rooting for people, but I don't know, like in this case, like. You're fine with either team winning because either way, it's going to be for the better.
0: Right. And in the end, uh, Team LeBron, uh, a lot more money goes to his charity. Uh, I think uh, $300,000 or $400,000. But uh, Team Giannis, by winning the second quarter, his charity still did get 100000 So that's really cool. That's nice. I just didn't want one charity to get shut out. So... Uh, but, yeah, made for a really competitive game. And no surprise uh, because he was ruthless and uh, kept, uh, he kept gunning in the second quarter uh, to try to keep Team LeBron in that second quarter. Uh, Kawhi, he uh, hit a ton of threes and he ends up being the All-Star Game MVP, which they've renamed the award, uh, the Kobe Bryant All-Star uh, MVP award. So Kawhi is the first ever recipient of that, so a little trivia there, but uh, all in all, uh, good all-star weekend, really exciting, especially for me as a fan of all things basketball, and especially as a Warriors fan, uh, with our roughest year in a long time, uh, you know, after all these years of the dynasty, if you listen to uh, Check In before, you know how, you know, I, I'm still obviously following the season, I still do my uh, check-in, uh, I still do the... Instagram posts at the ZSU where I cover, you know, what happened in that game. But, you know, as of right now, like I said last time on Check-In, we're at the bottom of the league and pretty much locked in to a top three pick this year in the draft. So we'll see what we do with that. But uh, All-Star weekend is over and we're going to get ready for the stretch run here as uh, teams look to... You know get their playoff spots we're we're pretty set out east but uh, out west there's definitely gonna be a fight for that eight spot between the grizzlies the blazers the pelicans and the spurs so uh that should be interesting to see if the grizzlies can hold on to it or if portland or uh, the pelicans or the spurs can make a run at it we'll see uh continue to check that as well as the Warriors and. Uh, Continue to check in, and then, who knows, maybe like last year, uh, I'll uh, do daily playoff coverage again. We'll see. Uh, don't have my Warriors this time, but uh, still love the game. Love all things basketball, so I'll probably continue to do that. Uh, but before we head out, uh, any final thoughts on All-Star Weekend, Jade?
1: Oh, no. I just, I think that in, like, the past, I don't know, like, I've, I think I've mostly focused on, what was it, Saturday night? yeah the the dunk contest and everything but i don't know like watching i didn't watch as much as friday night but watching you know more than one night i don't know i can see why you know people like it and it can be exciting and fun and i like that so yeah
0: awesome yeah i enjoyed it a lot and hopefully you enjoyed this pod hopefully you enjoyed all-star weekend uh we'll see what they do going forward with the event uh they might have something on their hands here but like i said you definitely want to avoid injury so uh, i know they're probably wary of that but you do want to see the competition so Uh, I think that'll put a wrap on this episode. Shout out, Jade. Thanks for joining me on this one. Hopefully you can join me on a few NBA check-ins to come. I always like to have somebody to throw it to. That's what I love doing uh, the pod with Nez. I have somebody to interact with. It's a little tough when I do check-in and it's just me. I got to keep it rolling. I can't throw it to somebody, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Plus, like, it's cool because, you know, you have different perspectives and I'm like a tiny young female
0: so yeah (laughs) right all right well yeah thanks for joining me on this one
1: yep thank you for having
0: me all right uh the nba season now goes uh on a little bit of a break everybody gets to recover here from the weekend i think games don't start up again till thursday so uh probably let this week go into next week before i jump into the coverage and we'll see what's going on if see if there's any pickups on the buyout market and uh, you know uh, see if the playoff race is heating up but uh we'll see uh, so until next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time East Society.